Slava Isus Agastu, Slava Navika. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. So this is Father Basil again. It's another podcast. And tomorrow we actually celebrate the feast of the beheading of John the Baptist. So today is the pre-feast for that. And that's why I like to do Vespers before these major feasts of the year. And even though the Feast of the Beheading of John the Baptist is not well known in our churches, unfortunately, I think that we should honor John the Baptist uh, with prayer to pray to him. As we know, John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin. And the story in the Bible goes that, uh, you know, after John baptized Jesus, as we know that, that story about Theophany, and then John went to preach in different areas with his uh no followers while Jesus was beginning his ministry. And then soon afterwards, John had an encounter with Herod, who was the ruler of that part of uh, Judea. And King Herod, of course, was uh, a womanizer. He was an adulterer, and he took for his wife, his brother's wife, his brother Philip's wife, uh, Herodias. So John the Baptist was very, um, was very succinct in saying that Herod had sinned. He, uh, he had committed adultery because he took his brother's wife as his own, and that's considered adultery. When he takes someone else's wife, who is still married to the other person, that is considered adultery, okay? So this is what happened. And, of course, Herod had John arrested and didn't know what to do with him. He had him in prison. So... Uh, at this famous gospel story, uh, Herod um, had Herodias's daughter, you know, which is basically now his stepdaughter. Uh, things are you know, very weird at that time. And you know, she did a seductive dance for him and his friends, for, his, for Herod and his friends. And so afterwards, because he loved the dance so much, he promised Herodias' daughter that he would grant her anything in the kingdom. So Herodias, um, the, 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 so his, her daughter came to Herodias and asked her mom what she, she asked for. Because Herodias was so angry at John the Baptist, 
Herodias was so angry that he had accused her, that he had told her that she was an adulteress, and that, you know, uh, Herod was an adulterer, she said, well, I want ask for a John the Baptist's head on a platter. She wanted him killed for saying the truth, for telling her that she was a sinner, that she, <laughs> that she had committed a great sin by leaving her husband and going to uh, live as the wife as with Herod. And so this is what happened. Uh, Herod had to grant that wish, and he got the executioner to chop off the head of John the Baptist, and that's how John the Baptist died. So this is why we celebrate this feast of the beheading of John the Baptist tonight with Vespers and Tomorrow Liturgy. And again, I think we need to honor John the Baptist for being, you know, Jesus' cousin, for baptizing Jesus, for, for being the forerunner. That means bring, uh, telling people about Jesus, telling people to repent. And this story shows us that we should never, ever be afraid to tell the truth. Never, ever be afraid to make sure that people understand that, that God's commandments, that we need to follow the commandments to gain salvation in the heavenly kingdom. See, John the Baptist wasn't afraid to die. He wasn't afraid to be killed for the truth. And in this world today, we too often are scared to tell the truth. We don't want to offend other people when other people are committing great sins and not just sexual sins. Well, in this case, it was adultery, you know, and, and there are, we know there's many sexual sins that are happening in the world today. There's adultery, there's pornography, there's you know, all kinds of evil things happening in our world in the sexual realm. But it's not just sexual sins that, that we should be speaking out about. And that includes abortion and euthanasia and, and birth control and all these evils of the world. They are all evil, you know. And there's, there's this uh, total materialism, you know, that people are turning to material things. They're worshiping money. They're worshiping their bank accounts. They're worshiping their, uh, their possessions more than anything else and not, not serving God the way they should. And we, and we need to speak out about these things. We need to speak out that you can't worship the things of this world and that's that's called idolatry when you when you worship material things and don't spend time praising god when you were when you're worried about so much how much money you're going to have in your bank account 
then then that's that's a problem. That's a problem in this world. You know, when we it's one thing to work for a living and, and to get what we need to survive. But when we overindulge in things, when we are having more than we need, you know, whether it be food or drink or whatever material things that we just don't need, you know, that's, that's overindulgence. That's greed. That's, that's just uh, things we don't need. And that's a problem in this world too. And there's so many people are suffering in this world. Uh, you know, there, there's so many people who don't have even a, a, a little bit of what we have in North America and in, in, uh, in the Western world. But yet we always are complaining that we need more and more and more. No, that's, that we, have to, we have to be aware that we should be... <laughs> We, we should just be uh, thankful for what we have. We need to be thankful for all that God has given to us. Okay? We have to, we have to remember that. You know? So, yes, uh, we, we honor John the Baptist. You know, we, we commemorate his beheading because he spoke the truth. He wasn't afraid of the consequences of speaking the truth. Yet today, if a priest or you know a religious person says something against society, they they are real, they are treated as outcasts. You know, uh, you know well, how dare that the priest should speak against abortion? How dare should the priest speak about you know same-sex marriage or? Or all these, all these other things, issues in the world. How dare he talk about that? Yeah, but if, if we don't speak the truth, who's going to speak it? You know, and that's the thing. We are too afraid, and even priests are now too afraid to say anything because they don't want to get attacked. They don't want to get crucified by the rest of society, of this evil society that we live in today. We don't, they don't want to be attacked by others. But we have to take that courage that John the Baptist had, has spoke out against the evils of society, who spoke against sin, who said to other people, you shouldn't be doing that. You're sinning. You're committing adultery. You're you're committing a great sin. You're 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 gonna you know your your uh, souls in jeopardy. This is this is what we have to we have to realize. Being a Christian means we have to help other Christians try to gain the heavenly kingdom. And yes, we are sinners ourselves. Priests are sinners. Bishops are sinners. We have to go to confession too. Because we commit sin. So we have to ask for repentance. We have to ask for reconciliation with God. But that doesn't mean that we can't speak the truth. doesn't mean that we shouldn't be saying that like John the Baptist was saying and to try to help people find their... Uh, you know, that the, the, they need to, to uh, 
behave in a way that makes God happy. If we behave in a way that makes God angry at us, if we are behaving in a way that makes God, you know, uh, this just very uh, unsatisfied with us, then we are breaking that relationship with God. We are saying, we don't want to listen to your commands, God. We don't want to listen to your commandments anymore. We are going to do our own thing. And, and God doesn't force us to do anything. God has given us that free will. God has given us that freedom of choice to do what we want. So if we, if we choose evil, if we choose to do what is evil, then, you know, he, he's not going to stop us, but he's going to say, I'm giving you a choice right now. You can either turn back to me, repent of your sins, don't do those things anymore, or you could continue doing those things. You could continue doing these sinful actions and you will be uh, separated from God forever. You will be separated from God for eternity. And, and that's the choice we make in our lives, in the actions we do. So, again, John the Baptist was not afraid to die on this earth because he knew that his soul was going to be with God for eternity. He had to do what God called him to do, and that is to spread the message about repentance, about asking for forgiveness for your sins. And when he went up to Herod and said, you know, you, what you did is wrong for marrying your brother's wife, that, you know... <laughs> He 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 didn't he didn't worry about the consequences of saying that. He he was just saying, "Look, Herod, you are you are the leader of the people here. You're the king. You need to be better in in following the, the Jewish commandments." Because you know Herod himself was a Jew, and and he knew about the commandments. He knew about the uh, he the Jewish faith, and and he's he and if he's doing things like committing adultery, he's showing, you know, he's, he's teaching his people wrong, right? He's teaching his people to do wrong things. And that's why, that's why the, the John the Baptist was so adamant to show that Herod was a sinner, that, that he, he needed to be, repent. He, and he probably asked Herod, you know, you should not be living with your brother's wife. You should not be taking her as your own wife and, and committing adultery because that's she's still the wife of your brother. But, of course, Herod had lust, lustful thoughts in his, in his mind and, and didn't care what uh, John the Baptist said. And, you know, he, were, he, he uh, did what he did. He, he because of his... Uh, Herodias's daughter. He killed John the Baptist. He ordered John the Baptist killed, and he had that stain on his soul forever. Right? We don't know if Herod ever repented. We don't know if Herod ever repented of his sins before his death. But we know that we all have to repent. We all have to find remorse and ask God for forgiveness for every single 
bad thing we have done in this world. And again, we, we, have, we have to have that courage of John the Baptist to go out into the world and, and to do what is good. And to say, you know, to, to advise people to follow God's laws. You know, obviously as a priest, this is my duty to do this. And again, many people are, you know, don't, don't listen to priests anymore either. I, I'm not naive of the fact that there's many people that I serve that probably do not agree with all the Catholic teachings, you know, whether those teachings are about birth control, abortion, euthanasia, whatever it may be. There's, there's, I, I, we know that in the society, so many people, even so-called Christians, so-called Catholics, do not necessarily agree with what the church teaches. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be teaching the truth, you know? So even if not everyone is going to listen to the truth, just like not everyone listened to John the Baptist, not everyone listened to Jesus, I still have to teach what the church teaches. This is my job. This is my duty. Anyways, uh, this is why we celebrate the Vespers for John the Baptist, uh, beheading of John the Baptist, and the liturgy tomorrow. And this is why we do that. God bless you.